0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you. How are you, Dr. Paul? Doing well. Good. Doing well. Good. Uh, So far, doing well almost always. Yes, exactly. Uh, Of course, I have to keep my fingers crossed, that sort of thing. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, but uh, sometimes the country's not doing so well, Yeah. and we're interested in... uh, not worrying so much about the politics of Washington, D.C., but uh, improving the climate for liberty in the country we happen to live in. Now, there's a challenge, so we're going to talk about it again because uh, we have a conviction that That In the past couple years, our uh, liberties have been severely challenged and it had a lot to do and continues to have a lot to do with the people who want to use, uh, you know, this very, very dangerous uh, pandemic uh, with COVID, which is questionable and is being questioned all the time. And uh, there's a lot of scaremongering and tactics of this sort, and uh, it's uh, being managed by the bureaucrats and the politicians and drug companies. But uh, it, the truth keeps leaking out. And uh, last month or two, they were, they, de- they devised this term, uh, the pandemic of the unvaccinated. No. Everything was put on the, on the hands of the, uh, the responsibility of the, uh, the unvaccinated, saying that, well, they're not vaccinated, so they're spreading the disease, which is, is weird that they got that far with it. And why no, no liberal media would ever say, it isn't that inconsistent you're promoting vaccines and now you're terrified of them yeah and you so anybody who's un, unvaccinated you say uh, well we have to have it we have to be safe with people complaining must surely have had their vaccination yeah and if they so. were told to get six of them I'm sure they'll get six of them. there they just go on and on like that but now we have a neat article from the Lancet which came out a couple of weeks ago and um, the, the uh, uh, article really gets after these people who, uh, you, know, you know, stirred up all, all the trouble of fear-mongering. And the way I see this, it's, it's maybe over, overly simplified, but I see this as uh, the people who do the fear-mongering and they have pushed all this, I, I think so many of them inadvertently or on purpose are allies of the uh, cultural Marxists, yeah. you know, stirring up trouble. You know, we want major political changes. We want to, we want to in, in, uh, enlarge the government, and and uh, the people have to support it. So we have to scare them, yeah. because they're well aware. The organizers of such movements are very much aware that most political movements uh, occur and are, are pushed along mainly by scaring the living daylights out of people, yep. fear, fear-mongering. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what they've been doing. But now, uh, of course, I think we questioned this from very early on about the uh, unvaccinated. But now we have substantial support coming and it, from Lancet with a, uh, an individual writing uh, from an academic viewpoint. And uh, I think this is uh, good that this article is out there.
1: Yeah, it is. And, you know, the Lancet had a scandal back in June of 2020 where they published this paper purporting to be a massive study proving that hydroxychloroquine is dangerous and dangerous to people. Because remember when that came out, you can't use it. Well, that whole thing was bogus. They had to retract it. It was a huge scandal for the Lancet, which prides itself on being a pretty solid medical journal. And this might be them, you know, trying to make up for some of what they what they did. But what it is, what it is, it's. Um, It's taking on this idea, as you say, that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated and it's repeated over and over like a bumper sticker. It's meant to be propaganda. As you say, it's meant to pit people against people. You're supposed to hate the unvaccinated because if you can't go to the movies, if you can't go to the store, if you can't go uh, to a restaurant, it's their fault. It's all their fault and that's what it's done. That's how it's divided society. Well, guess what? The data is a little bit different. Let's put up this first quote, uh, this first clip, because this is the here is a prime mover of this false narrative. Uh, Walensky, CDC director, warns of pandemic of the unvaccinated. Uh, Not to be outdone is our own president, who said uh, just in September, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, and it's caused by the fact that despite America having an unprecedented and successful vaccination program, despite the fact that for almost five months free vaccines have been available in 80,000 different locations we still have nearly 80 million americans who have failed to get the shot so the what it means is you're the problem you're responsible because you didn't get it let's put up the next clip because i'll just uh, introduce this is a study done by uh, gunter comt he is a german uh, researcher and expert who published this in the lancet if we can put up that next clip This is fancy language, Dr. Paul, but it gets to the point. The epidemiological relevance of the COVID-19 vaccinated population is increasing. What that means is these are not rare breakthrough cases. And here's a quote, let's look at this next one. Here's a couple of his backup information. Next clip, please. Next clip, please. He's talking about, uh, in the UK, it was described that secondary attack rates among household contacts exposed to fully vaccinated index cases was similar to households contacts exposed to unvaccinated, 25 for vaccinated, 23 for unvaccinated. 12 of 31 infections in fully vaccinated household contacts arose from fully vaccinated epidemiologically linked. In Germany, the rate of symptomatic COVID-19 cases among the fully vaccinated is reported weekly since July 21st, 2021. It was at 16.9%, Dr. Paul, uh, at that time among patients 60 years and older. But that proportion is increasing week by week and is by 27 October, 2021, 58.9%. So the rare breakthrough cases account in Germany in this study for the majority, majority of symptomatic COVID-19 infections.
0: I think a lot of this is promoted by people that either think uh, the, the people they're preaching this to are either idiots or they themselves are the idiots. Yeah, or evil. But, <laughs> <laughs> evil, that's right. But anyway, uh, Walensky in October admitted that uh, the vaccine does not prevent the transmission. Yeah. At the same time, all the blame goes on the unvaccinated and it turns out statistically it isn't true. Yeah. You'd think that would be case closed.
1: Yeah. No you more know, mandates. Let's,
0: let's have a trial. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> let's have a, a trial. trial. See, uh, you know, that's right. I, I imagine if you found some people who just uh, not in, know about this in detail, but have a little bit of common sense to present the evidence, I think uh, the trial will uh, show you that the common sense would win and say, this This just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And yet they go on, it doesn't even, it doesn't even phase them. That's what uh, I, I think is unbelievable. You'd think they'd try to avoid it or, or abandon. Or push it aside or say, well, these things have changed or something. But they just march on, uh, repeating these uh, uh, nonsense about uh, why it's always the fault of the unvaccinated. No matter where are they getting these statistics? Yeah. From the CDC, aren't they? Yeah, from they? the CDC, yeah. <laughs> they get statistics there to show, uh, you know, that it, it isn't the unvaccinated. And now it's just beginning about the uh, not only the... Failure of the vaccinations to do much good, the danger of what's happening to the people who have taken taken these uh, shots and especially the additional shots, so the booster shots. So it's uh, it is there. It's still complex. It is not. It's, it's complex politically because the people in charge and the major news media are still spouting this off but I think it's changing and and the courts have been helpful to us and all of a sudden we're going to see an explosion uh, of uh, common sense and desire to get them off our backs you know yeah. I, I think I think that's uh, has begun and this help it along a little bit
1: and I think when the smoke clears it's going to be more obvious to more people that this is a massive scandal and the massive scandal is it from the president to all virtually all public health officials with a microphone have been turned into PR agents for big pharma that's in bed with government to the tune of billions of dollars with a lot of lives wrecked let's go back to that Lancet article because I want to show a chart and this is really fascinating if we can put up that next clip and we'll finish it out The top line, the dark line is the vaccination rate of those over 60 years old, Uh, and it's very, very high. It's in the high 80s, but the gray line is the proportion of fully vaccinated people among symptomatic COVID-19 cases of those over 60. And you can see how it is climbing from from July to October. And this is the German case. You can see a massive increase in that. And here now, Gunter Kampf wrote a letter based on this. And and it's worth having a, if we can do that next clip. This is his conclusion now that he's seen that you can't talk about this being a pandemic of the unvaccinated because the vaccinated are making up in many studies, the majority. This next clip, please, if we can put it up. Here's his conclusion and it's very good and we should keep this in mind. Historically, both the US and Germany have engendered negative experiences by stigmatizing parts of the population for their skin color or religion. I call on high level officials and scientists to stop the inappropriate stigmatization of unvaccinated people who include our patients, colleagues, and our fellow citizens, and to put extra effort into bringing society together. Well stated, Dr. Dr. Dr.
0: Bell. You know, one person that has helped a lot in exposing what's going on is Robert Kennedy. Yeah, he sure has. This is really great that he's doing this because he has, well, he has, um, you you know, the public relations credentials. The name obviously uh, gives him credibility. And uh, and he uh, he, he actually has uh, always taken on corporatism. And, you know, the pharmaceuticals. He's been doing this for years. Yeah. And so he continues to do this. So he's he can be a very excellent person. And he is doing it, trying to sort of embarrass progressives a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it, it's like progressives all of a sudden uh, getting out of the ACLU and all all of a sudden supporting the military-industrial complex. Yeah. Well, they're no longer progressives. You, libertarians have trouble recruiting. We don't we don't want to recruit from them if they don't even believe in civil liberties and uh, non-intervention foreign policy. But Robert Kennedy is a real asset, and of course we've had him on our programs yeah. and conferences. So so he and he's well respected. You know, I, I think there was an effort, or at least there probably still wish he'd be quiet oh, i don't yeah. think i don't think they're gonna get keep he, he's not going like, his book's getting out yeah
1: his book on fauci is a massive bestseller and that tells you i think what the people are thinking sub rosa yeah, that's great well, let's put up the next clip because that's our our next little thing that we're going to talk about and it's a good news story i think because it shows the market works some hospitals drop covid19 vaccine mandates to ease labor shortage that's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, this this is because uh, superficially, you know, the hospitals were losing their nurses. And uh, I think it would have been easy. And I think I sort of I thought this would be the case and was the case is that people were leaving uh, just because, uh, you know, they, they didn't want to take the shot and they, they'd walk away from it. But we find out that the marketplace even works under these kind of conditions or especially under these conditions because we still live in a free enough society statewide. People might move away from California. Yeah. They might move to Florida, you know, this sort of thing. So th- there is a-, a bit of the market moving around. And here it is, we find out that the teachers uh, didn't want to quit. But it, it, I, I'm very impressed There's so many... Medical workers, a large percentage of them, they're the ones who've had to take care uh, of the sick, sick patients with COVID, and they're still claiming the hospitals are, uh, you know, filled and the statistics are distorted. If you're just going to listen to some nurses talking, and they're the ones who are taking care of them, so that 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 to me is pretty good because nurses will leave and they'll go to another hospital, and uh, and, and the market has adjusted where they might even travel where nurses are needed they actually can keep their job uh, as a nurse and maybe just uh, maybe just maintain some of their dignity too because they stood up for something they believed in and do you think they would have done this if they were dealing with a disease that, my goodness, I guess I just been lucky. I'm getting as far away as possible. They they would uh, they would you know protect themselves. They would stay clear. They would quarantine themselves. They yeah. would they would not go to the hospital. And now they're going. These nurses go and they circulate and take care of mostly COVID patients. Yeah. And of course they've never had the vaccine. And um, I I think I think the market sometimes is a lot smarter than the the, the politicians for sure.
1: And the other thing is, do you really think these hospitals would have thrown these mandates in if it wasn't for the government, you know, punching them and pushing them right. uh, to do this? But it's really interesting in this is article we saw on Zero Hedge, the main article, but uh, they're talking about a massive exodus of healthcare workers away from hospitals that are demanding that you take the shot and to hospitals that are giving some freedom. They quote, employment attorney Wayne Simmons Uh, He's the head of Mercer's U.S. regulatory practice. Quote, if you get certain healthcare facilities that don't require it, those could be a magnet for those people who don't want the vaccine. They're probably having an easier time attracting labor. You think so? Yeah. (laughs) But here's the thing that struck me, though, Dr. Paul, in this article. And this is a quote. Most recently, thousands of nurses have left the industry or lost their jobs rather than get vaccinated. As of September 30th. As of September, 30% of workers at more than 2,000 hospitals across the country surveyed by the Centers for Disease Control were unvaccinated, 30%. Now, this is a strange thing if you think about it, because these healthcare workers have been in the trenches of COVID for two years, fighting in the trenches. Why is it that it's among the most unvaccinated? You'd think that they would be running, (laughs) running for the vaccine. Why are so many of them so adamant about not taking it?
0: And uh, unfortunately, we don't see too many of the nurses uh, on regular television no, and interviewed but... well, and ask that very same question yeah. that you're Why asking. Why so many? But you, you know, uh, the big hospitals have changed. As soon as they see that the uh, courts may be moving in their directions, they immediately would like to get out uh, out of the regulation. I think that there, there will be an explosion of a readjustment here you know if they just lighten up a little bit more maybe maybe the hospitals will open up because some of the hospitals that have these numerous beds set aside for covid patients they're they're 90 unfilled yeah. you know so uh somebody someday they should just get up and say folks guess what don't sweat anymore the pandemic is over. It really didn't ever exist. Just go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> All mandates by the federal government are illegal, unconstitutional or stupid. They have been canceled. And uh, then then just go, go back to work. And, you know, technically, they should have never been started. If you're yeah. following the strict dictates of the Constitution, this wouldn't have been necessary. And it still would have allowed our recommendations on what you do when you get sick yeah. because people can get very sick from this and uh, and it would be handled differently. Just to think of how many people uh, that could have taken ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine early on. We personally know people that yeah. suffered.
1: Yeah, from, from that's true. That. That's so, true. And, you know, it, as the Great Barrington Declaration said way back then, um, focus those resources on providing assistance to those who are most vulnerable rather than this big group like kids who thank god don't get it if they'd only done that but you know dr paul i'm afraid i have bad news for you you're gonna have to cancel your vacation to hong kong because what was once thought of as a real bastion of freedom uh, in asia it doesn't sound that great they flipped out over there now they're saying if you return from the u.s to hong kong you have to spend a week in a concentration camp and then two weeks in a hotel at your own expense before you can enjoy some delicious noodles in Hong Kong.
0: So it looks like they're leaning toward uh, communism, and <laughs> that, that communism is infiltrated and that battle isn't over yet. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's an intellectual battle. And when the people realize that uh, if they want to live decently, They ought to offer, uh, you know, local control and personal liberty rather than having these dictates and expanding the monolith. Uh, So what do we do? Our history shows that we were aware of how a free market works. And and yet, what do we do? Are we expanding? You know, the Republicans talk big about it, but when when you just look at, it just annoys me to no end when you just look at the budget. Under the, under the uh, pr- recent Republican presidency, the national debt went up $5.5 <laughs> $5 trillion. And, and they're out there being the conservatives. So th- this is it. The, the, the Hong Kong is being infiltrated. Yeah. But uh, the battle's been going on for a long time. Uh, all I can look for and struggle to look for that uh, at least it w- isn't as bad today as it was, but it could. Uh, but not likely. It, when I was in high school, when my teacher uh, was uh, drafted back, he uh-huh. had been in World War II, drafted back, sent to Korea and got killed over there. And what it, it for, you yeah. know, this sort of thing. All that what for stuff is never asked. And someday maybe there'll be enough people. I mean, there's a lot of people in Hong Kong yeah. that had, had a breath of freedom. Oh yeah. And, uh, and they'd like to, to see that come back, but that is uh, no, no easy struggle to deal with.
1: Well, here's the punchline of the whole thing, right? So they announced these new measures. You got to go to a concentration camp. Really it is, if you look at the pictures, it looks horrible, there's no windows. It's just a nasty place. And then you got to do a hotel at your own expense. Here's the punchline, Dr. Paul, and this is from the uh, Zero Hedge. The new measures which were announced on Friday come after the city's health authorities elevated the country to the highest COVID-19 risk level. And here's why. It was prompted by one (laughs) confirmed case of the Omicron variant in a traveler from the U.S. who was an asymptomatic 37-year-old man had received two doses of the Pfizer vaccine. I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. Oh, dear, this is fake. I, I thought it was. This true. is fake news. Yeah. No, it couldn't happen. I mean, he wouldn't have known if he hadn't been tested that he had it. He had two doses, and still. And it just
0: see, this is this is probably the smallest incident that justified more government. Okay. But uh, this it's a shame that we can't make better use of that. It's a shame that people go along with it, and uh, it it just marches on a little excuse, and people become terrified. And yeah, every time we say that, we have to qualify and say, but people are waking up, and yeah. maybe this. Yeah, this is this is the whole thing. This is a terrible thing of what they're doing, and it uh, doesn't make any sense at all. But the good part is, people are going to read this, and a lot of people who've been wondering about it will maybe have a reaction like we What are they doing? Yeah. You know, I don't believe this could be true. Yeah. Then they can check into it, find my golly, that's what they did. Yeah. You know, so uh, blame it on the anti voxers, It's all their fault. That's all exactly
1: <laughs> pandemic. But, you know, the thing that's really sad, even though we laugh at how crazy this sounds, there are a lot of poor people who are now stuck there. They're going to be in these camps through Christmas. They went over to visit Granny. Maybe it's the last time they're going to see their grandparents, and they're stuck here. We have some friends that are stuck in South Africa with the same situation. They cannot leave. So as bad as it is here... The U.S., shockingly enough, is becoming an island of sanity in an insane world, except for Sweden, (laughs) which is also sanity, much more than ours.
0: Well, there should be millions of people marching in the streets demonstrating that uh, this is not the way to go and do that in a nonviolent manner. And the numbers uh, have already started to have an effect because it isn't. Uh, maybe they have one person and they justify and get away with a lot. i tell you what, we need more people and a large number of people out there saying enough is enough. This changes. We're not going to put up with it. It's yeah. a little easier in a system where there's still a little bit of voting going on. Yeah. As, as corrupt as that has become, there still is a modification of what governments are because we have a governor like DeSantis in Florida. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I think that is good because he's standing his ground. Yeah. So this is very good. So this uh, uh, let's just hope that the momentum continues because if, if we can't win this, this silliness that they do, yeah. and when you look at the failure of the system, and uh, we have a strong belief that our system of, uh, of uh, social order means that people should be free and they solve their own problems, they keep the fruits of their labor. I, a high, a, based on moral and constitutional principles, how can we lose that yeah, argument? So yeah. all we can do is we might not be able to answer that. All we can do is keep uh, promoting uh, that system of government, which makes a lot more sense to us.
1: Yeah. We have a couple more quickies to, to bring up here. Um, I think they're uh,
0: now. Uh, oh, OK. This is on the, on the kids. Yeah. This is probably not uh, brand new, but yeah. just reiterates that. Uh, they have now killed close to twice as many, many kids from the vaccine as have died from COVID. But it comes from, once again, public COVID data, uh, from CDC data.
1: Yeah, it's the CDC. That, that to me is, to is the that. amazing that's thing. Sure.
0: They're recording that. And, and, then, and I've heard of it, that people got into trouble by citing the CDC. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, we have to cancel you. You can't cite, cite that information. This is, this is derogatory.
1: And again, it's going back to the VERS database. Um, And that's where the reporting comes from. And they'll say, well, these are not confirmed. That's fine. Well, why don't we spend a little bit of resources to confirm them because there's a lot at stake. We know that children aren't, aren't dying of this, thankfully, with very few exceptions. But we know that there seem to be some risks, at least in the adverse reaction database. There seem to be some problems with it. So let's devote some resources and find out. If it's nothing, that's great news. If it's something, we need to make, a, make some adjustments here. Wouldn't serve their interests. That's right. You can't sell it. Yeah, wouldn't serve
0: their interest. Truth, truth is uh, not exactly what they're looking for. You yeah.
1: Know. Let's put up this last clip here as Dr. Paul starts us out with this next topic. Survey finds 75% of employers won't have the vaccine ban if the U.S. mandate is struck down. Yeah,
0: this is the plan. It's out there, uh, a little urging. Maybe some will start a little sooner because they're so close to this, you, you know, because the courts have been uh, ruling favorably. So, no, this is a sign that um, th- that there, there's still enough people here to continue the resistance. And uh, fortunately, uh, even though the violence is out there to some degree, but uh, I'll tell you what, I don't think that, uh, you know, they're blaming the anti-vaxxers for everything, but there's no way they should get away with blaming the anti-vaxxers for the violence in the cities of the past summer where they shoot and kill and murder and tear up the city and then uh, have no... repercussion from it you get arrested for 10 minutes and then you're released again even if you killed somebody and they've devised a system where you you don't even be charged oh you can steal a thousand dollars or is it a thousand dollars i think it's only
1: 900 oh 900 exaggerate that is is not a crime (laughs) so stealing
0: stealing a little bit but what happens if it's a thousand five dollars or that's something it. oh it's only worth 995 that's isn't? right <laughs> so yeah. any, anyway but this is good survey finds seventy five percent won't have the vaccine if mandated so they're they're sitting they're just they're sitting there waiting feel a little bit safer and secure if uh, if the announcement come and it may come soon it's going to be hard to reverse yeah. these last couple rulings and say okay we're going back on that and everybody back but but there's, there's attempts to do that. I mean, New York City doesn't, yeah. they, they don't follow any. Well, California compensate.
1: just put a mask mandate on again too, because that worked so well last time.
0: I'm not moving,
1: you <laughs> know. No, I don't want to even go there. So. But here's the thing, I think what this tells us, this is a survey from the Society of Human Resource Management. Uh, it tells you that the vast, vast majority of businesses do not want to mandate vaccines for their employees. They don't want to get involved in this but they're afraid of government. So that's why they're going along. And that says a lot about government itself. And it says a lot about the tactics of the Biden administration trying to strong arm and intimidate people. But this is an interesting quote. She's the, uh, Emily Dickens is the chief of staff for the Society of Human Resources Management who who paid for the survey. And she was saying that the administration should have done a lot more uh, to explain to employers what this meant because here's what she said. Unfortunately, the vaccine and testing mandate was rolled out without input from employers, causing concern and confusion that we see in our research. And I would say, Dr. Paul, I bet that's by design. They want that confusion. They want people to be feel pushed around. They don't want to have a clear a clear policy on it.
0: And that serves their interests. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's the biggest thing that we have to do is realize their interests are almost opposite of the people who would like to live in a free society and uh and their their goals are power power and pharmaceutical profits yeah who, who knows what but uh still we don't have a whole lot of options we have to resist we have to identify we have to try to educate people because the the alternative is is not feasible people will say uh and there's still a lot on our side of this argument they say no time for arms you got to take up the arms you know yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I, I have haven't gone quite to that point. no way
1: <laughs> that's just what the bad guys want yeah boy they're prepared yeah. for this yeah well I'm just going to close with a chart which I haven't done in a while because you know Germany's gone full 1933 I mean they are out there I saw a video the other day dr. Paul of policemen with yardsticks measuring everyone to make sure they're six feet apart totally insane They've gone off the rails. They're going to to hold you down and force you to take a shot in your arm. Even though, as we we talk ourselves, blue in the face, telling people that the shots don't prevent it, even the experts say it, they're still going to hold them down because they just can't get rid of these terrible instincts. Well, let's have a look at this next chart. And this is Ian who does such great work. Deaths in Germany are currently 1,560% higher than in Sweden despite Germany's mask mandate and overwhelming compliance. In fact, the Atlantic, which you know is COVID crazy, the Atlantic said everyone they saw in Germany was wearing an N95 mask, while hardly anyone in Sweden wears masks at all. So why aren't they working? And here's the chart that shows Germany, new daily deaths is massively increasing. In Sweden, it's almost going below zero. That's how low it is. So. All you have to do is look at a couple of charts to back up what we say.
0: We'll keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully our viewers that we have, and they're so dedicated and loyal and friendly toward us, I, I just ask you to, to try to spread the message. You know, If any of this is uh, it touches you and you think it's worthwhile, I know you can reach other people. Some people say, oh no, it's overwhelming. You guys have a program and you can reach several thousand people easily. But uh, it, it doesn't take that, uh, it has to start w- with something. And almost everybody has a few friends and has an email list and uh, just referring them to our program or copying things down and taking some of these articles. Because I think that, especially, especially to those that uh, are leading this way or who are confused and politely asking if they would read something because uh, I know that system doesn't work when it's aggressively placed on there. Look, with an attitude, you know, you guys are stupid. Read this because this is the real truth. Believe me, that, that doesn't work. Uh, the one thing that I was taught long time ago is when you give out information, you try to persuade people, it's about a hundred times better if that individual actually ask you for some information because of their curiosity. That meant they opened the door a little bit, and uh, I always tried to look for those cracks in the door. And when the crack was there, I would go there gently in and, and try to approach them and get some converts. And uh, who knows? I may have had one or two or three or four. The one thing, if you do follow this trick uh, and this effort, you'll never know how much good you do. But believe me, it'll be a lot more than if you do it aggressively or you don't do it at all. So once again, I want to thank all our viewers for tuning in today. And please come back soon to the Liberty Report.